Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today on the show, we have part two of Stephen Furtick's message about my maker is my mirror. Here's Stephen. I promise I'm trying to be as calm as I can be. But when God showed me that my maker is my mirror, he showed me Moses standing in front of the burning bush, and and God's like, I'm going to use you. You're going to be the one to do it. You're the one who's had the conflicted identity and so many mistakes, and you don't even really believe in yourself. And and so I was thinking about you and, and how you might be standing in front of something that God is speaking to you and is burning on the inside, but you can't really locate yourself because, honestly, you don't fit into either group. You don't really fit in with really churchy people because they are so perfect and they pray so much and they make Bible verses out of their kids' sandwiches before they pack them in the lunchbox. Numbers 13:31 cut out with scripture stencils and pack it in the lunchbox like the fish in the loaves and the little boy and you are not churchy enough but you're really not worldly enough because the spirit of God is on the inside of you when you try to sin telling you that you're something greater than that and you're kind of righteous but you're kind of ratchet and you're you're you're, you're kind of a worshipper but you're kind of worldly, and you kind of worry, but you kind of worship, and you're kind of organized, but you're kind of chaotic, and you're kind of powerful, but you're kind of petty. And you come on, I'm preaching to somebody, and you're a little bit of both. And your self concept is in development, and this is when it's very important who holds your mirror. Because if the wrong people show you, you get a distorted image of yourself. And then you start matching in your life what you see in your mind. That's what, that's what Moses did. God's like, all right, got a job for you to do. I'm going to use you. I'm going to give you everything you need. Cool? Moses is like, uh, but uh, but uh, but uh. But see, the thing about me, watch, watch what he says. This is Exodus 4.10. It's which mirror you're looking at, right? So if you look at the mirror of what you're missing and you only see what's not there, that's what Moses did. He's like, he, he goes, oh my Lord. This is in Exodus 4.10. OMG, he says. OML. He's like, I'm not eloquent. I am not eloquent. It's funny because I got this scripture on the back screen right now, and it's got a typo in it. It says, I am eloquent. He said the opposite. That's what he said right there. I am not eloquent. And you really have both voices. That's, that's kind of how it feels, right? Like one is saying I am, and one is saying I'm not. And I don't know which one. <laughs> I got this thing on the inside of me that feels like I can do it, and I'm supposed to do it, and I'm going to make it, but I got this other thing saying, and I don't know which way to look. So he said, I'm not eloquent. And then he says, either in the past or in the last five minutes, <laughs> nothing has changed since you started speaking. It's still the same. I got saved, and my nose is still big. I got saved, 
and I'm still kind of cross-eyed and I read slow. I got saved and I still don't feel intelligent enough. I got saved and I still got memories. I got saved and I love God, but I still got trauma. I got saved and I love God, but I'm still limited by my experience. He said, um, I'm, not, I'm not what you think I am. God's answer is so instructive. Next verse. The Lord said, Who has made? Who made your mouth? Who made your brain? Yeah, but I'm just weird. What if the world is weird and we're the normal ones? Y'all like it. I got to be careful who I look at when I preach, by the way. Because you're like a mirror. Oh, they put this. Now, Chris, Chris, is Chris Brown around? If he's around, bring him back up. Come on, tell him something. When the worship leaders are leading, they don't know this, but there was a choir out here today at Ballantyne, and they were standing on these risers. And um, if Chris isn't coming, you'll have to do. Okay. So, LJ, they think that they're just up here singing. Yeah, come here, come here, come here. I'll tell both of y'all. We could teach a whole thing on this. Can y'all still see me back here? Because I want to tell this to them. One time they, dis they discovered that a lot of primates and all humans are softwired with mirror neurons. So our brains actually experience the same emotion that somebody we're watching if we're tuned into them. And they got it from a monkey that was watching a man open a nut. And they had, a, they had it hooked up to his brain, and they saw the same brain activity in the monkey's brain that was in the man's brain who was opening the nut. And they realized that all humans are wired in such a way with mirror neurons that I experience your reality by watching you experience it. So this is why when a parent gets mad, kids can feel that stuff. They can feel that tension. It's called a mirror neuron. Here's what was happening while you were singing, this is how I fight my battles. Somebody out there was going through a battle, but they've been feeling like they were losing. But God put you out here as a mirror. So now all of a sudden, they didn't feel victorious this week. But when they saw you worshiping God, don't run from me. I got you by this leather coat. When they saw you worshiping God, they didn't feel like they had the victory. But while you were shouting the victory, now I wonder if you would do that for somebody on your row right now. I know you had a hard week too. But magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. If you don't have faith today, borrow mine. You're going to make it. I said so. It's called mirror neurons. And just as contagious as faith is, so is cynicism. So if you got cynical people holding up your mirror, you'll always feel small. You'll always feel smaller than your challenge, smaller than your giant, smaller than your addiction, because you're not looking at your God. But when your maker is your mirror, 344, 345, 346, I'm still counting. God's not done yet. His mercies are new with every rising of the sun. He who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. One thing about a mirror. It always shows you the image in reverse. God knows how your situation turns out. God knows how your story ends. God knows what he put in you.
When this message flooded into my heart, I was like, it's going to change somebody's life because they've just been looking in the wrong mirror, been looking at their mistakes. When your mistakes are your mirror, you stay on the outside of Canaan even though you have the strength to go in. Not because you are small, but because you see small. So the spies came back and they were like, Hey, Moses, remember, Moses has dealt with rejection his whole life. And so a lot of times when, when people don't accept you, it's because they have rejected themselves. Not all the time, a lot of times. And this is a really important point. Everybody's acceptance is not a blessing. Because the majority might be the wrong mirror. Ten out of twelve said, We can't go in. Ten out of twelve said, They're too big. We went in, this is what they said. We went to the land, Moses, and they became the mirror for the millions of people who had a promise from God but hadn't possessed it yet. This is why it's so important who you're around, what you take in, what you look at. You become what you behold. So the people are giving a report and they're like, um, it's a great place. The valleys are fertile. It's a rich land. We brought you back some grapes. Grapes were so big they had to carry them on poles. But then they stopped looking at God, start, start, stopped looking at grapes, and started talking about giants. And when they looked too much at the giants as their mirror, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. That's what they said. That was Stephen Furtick. You can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, My Maker is My Mirror. You can also find out more information about him at stephenfurtick.com. Have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.